Welcome to Geekonomics. It is the after Thanksgiving edition. Brian is in the cellar because he's in trouble. So he's down in this basement dealing his punishment that he's gotten since Thanksgiving for stealing the turkey leg and the wishbone. His wife was not happy with him. She banished him to the basement. How you doing, Brian? Uh, very good, Mark. I'm a basement dweller today. Um, cellar dweller. Cellar dweller. Um, I've been, been working on my basement all since quarantine and uh i figured why not be down here my room's a mess right now because i've been tearing stuff apart but uh mark how was your thanksgiving it was good it was good very low-key very uh light just yeah. kind of just uh went over to claire's stepdad's house uh because it's the first uh, holiday after the passing of her mom so didn't want him to be alone so you know a lot of stuff that's going on you know, figured that'd be the, the simplest, the nicest thing to do, not like, you know, leave him by himself on the first holiday. So yeah. we did that, but uh, that was about it. Just kind of did that. The next day after on uh, Friday, went and got our Christmas tree, put that up. That's in the living room. And uh, yeah, just kind of getting ready for Christmas now. As uh, I've been saying to Claire, Christmas is starting now. Christmas has started now. Yeah. As soon as you finish that turkey, you just go Christmas. Yeah, you start hearing Christmas carols in your head as soon as you finish that last bite. As soon as that last bite of dessert goes in your mouth, it's like, jingle bells, jingle bells. Like, what? Oh, no. Yeah, pretty much. I put my Christmas lights out like last weekend because it was beautiful. I did when it was like super nice. Like two weeks yeah. ago, I did it because I took all this, the Halloween stuff down and put yep. all the Christmas stuff up. That's what I did. I, and then it's on a timer, so I've just been on every night. I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah. I put everything on a timer. Christmas tree, oh, yeah. timer. Oh, yeah. I, well, everything's on a timer. Yeah. I, I'm like Mr. Timer. Yeah. That's because that's how we know we're old. Next, next thing you know, we'll start reading uh, books about submarines. Right, right. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, you get, oh, who's going to go plug in the tree? And I'm like, why the fuck am I going to plug this tree in every yeah. goddamn night? Just put it on a timer and call it a day. And I don't have it on a timer. I have it on like a, just a power strip that has an on-off switch. Oh, that's great too. So I just like reach down, flip it, not have to worry about it. Yeah, I just used a little timer and yeah. But Mark, we got Mandalorian to talk. Oh about. man, we got Mandalorian. Yeah, we do. We got some news. A lot of stuff in Mandalorian. Yeah. Um. This holiday week, Mark, what have you been up to? Watch anything? Do anything? Uh, finished up West Wing. Oh. Finished that, so now I'm done looking for something new to move on to. Um, besides that, just kind of just been uh, Claire actually started watching the High Score documentary. Yeah. On Netflix. She was in, interested in it, so I was like, okay, I'll watch it. So, oh, uh, yeah. that. we got the first one done. It's really good. Yeah, that's the, 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 um, the, the uh, video game one. Yeah, the miniseries on uh, yeah. Netflix. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Man. Yep. Yeah. So we were watching that, and I was like, all I did is kept saying, you know, Brian, Brian, Brian has this system still. Brian has that. I have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, love the history. I just love the history of video games, and I love yeah. all video games, really. Um, but yeah, it, it was really, that show piqued my interest. It was really well done. Yeah. Because the first thing they talk about is Space Invaders. Yep. So, as you were showing before we started, the tour of the basement yep. right behind your head there is a, you got the Space Invaders. And I told Claire, like, Bride has Space Invaders in its basement. She's like, oh, really? How, how would you know? I just got that. I just got the Space Invaders. You said you, you told me you got it. Oh, maybe. And then you got Star Wars right there yeah. and Street Fighter right there. Yeah. Um... But yeah, Space Invaders, it is a pain in the ass. It is hard, but it's fun. It is. It's fun. It's hard. It's meant to be that way. That was the whole thing. The whole, like, his story about it was like, oh, the first so levels. And he's like, I can only get by the first level myself when I made the game. 
Yeah. So I got through the first level when I cracked it open, but it mm. took me a good 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a tough game, but it's fun. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, I did a run. We were at Disney. We stayed at the uh, All-Star Movie Resort. And in the arcade inside the main lobby building, they had uh, Super Space Invaders, which is like the huge, like six-foot-tall oh, arcade version. Yeah. And I was like, and me and Emmy, like I took her there one night, like, let's go to arcades. So we went down the arcade for like a couple hours and ended up playing that. And I like got to like level three and I was like, I am on, I am the best at Space Invaders. How many quarters did it take you to get to level three though? It only took like four or five tries, but I still was like, when I got to level three, I'm like, I am unstoppable. I have never gotten this far ever. I'm going to keep going. I need to keep playing. Uh, yeah, it is. It is a tough one. Um, yeah. That's cool. I mean, we after Thanksgiving, right? Um, I always like to put on a Christmas movie that I've never seen before. Something new, something old. But I, I, the rule is, I haven't seen it, or I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so yeah. it feels new. And this year, Hulu had a brand new movie called uh, Happiest Season. Uh, Kristen Stewart's in it. Um, Eugene Levy's son. I can't think of his first name now. God, I feel like a jerk. He's in, you know, he's in... Um, Fitz Creek. Fitz Creek. Dan. Yes, yes. Um, Daniel. In it. Daniel. Daniel Levy. Um, but it was really good. Um, it, it's a romantic comedy. Um, it's... It, it has the tropes and it has that kind of stuff that you, you, we've seen a million times, but it's very well done, I think, um, for modern times. Um, so you have a girl who's bringing her girlfriend home for Christmas and come to find out she never came out of the closet to her parents. So her parents don't even know she's gay. So she has to pretend her girlfriend is her roommate. Yeah. Um, and antics ensue. Um, but there, uh, Audrey Plaza's in it, Kristen Stewart, um, uh, what's her name, uh, from Glow and Community, um, Alice Bree, oh, Alice Bree's yeah. in it, um, great, great cast, great, um, just a good, heartwarming, romantic comedy, mm. so highly recommend it, I think that's the only thing I watched, uh, really, that was new, um, I'm playing, oh, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Mark. It is really awesome. Um, I haven't played a new Assassin's Creed since Black Flag. I played all the originals last year up to Black Flag, and I haven't played any of the new modern. In my opinion, were the best ones. The old actual story where it was like Desmond and all that. That was fantastic. I like the Desmond story, but what I like about this is I can do anything I want. I can climb. You can climb anything you want now. There's yeah. no, like, it's crazy. And um, it's a lot of fun. And it's a very beautiful game. Um, mm. There are bugs, but whatever. Uh, it's still enjoyable. And mm. I don't know. It's just like, hey, I'm going to go into this town and talk to a few people. And I met a couple who needed to get in the mood to plow each other. They use the word plow. Mm. by fake having a fake raid in their house so they get turned on so i had to destroy their house and mm. they're like no 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 uh, light it on fire so i had to light their house on fire so they would get excited to have sex what am i playing <laughs> then i met a, a woman who was in a sewer i think she was a witch and she's like i need python eggs i need python eggs so i'm giving her python eggs and then she fucking farts and a big green cloud comes up. So when I go back up, there's a sewer grate and all these people around it and a big green cloud comes out and they all start vomiting. I'm like, what is going on here? This game is nuts. <laughs> there are so many weird uh, and fun little moments like that in this game. Mm. Um, and you're a Viking you're, you start off in Norway, which is very beautiful. Then you go, you come to England, and yeah. you're co- basically starting a colony. Started, you're building a village 
um, and you're making allies, mm. and you're trying to get rid of a king to put your own king in. Um, and I don't know. I, I highly recommend it, Mark. Uh, if it's an AC game, you haven't played in a long time since this game like has it all. And it's very, yeah. it, there's a lot to it, but it's simple and it's fun. And I'm really enjoying it. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, the AC games got, for me at least, got like way too, like, I don't know. Complicated. After the Desmond stuff, it got very like uninteresting for me. Like I needed like that main storyline to like yeah, there keep is, everything going. There is, you have your protagonist um, and it gives you a little history and you, you can come out of the animus, 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 animus. Yes, animus. Um, once in a while, I choose not to. I'm like, I just want to be in this world. I don't give a yeah. shit about going to... Um, but, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I like that, too. But for a game that's just about being a Viking, I'm yeah. all for it. You can do drinking games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you got the horn, and you put the mm. in a big barrel of mead, and you have to uh, outdrink the guy next to you. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just fun stuff. Um, escapism right now. Yeah. It's good. But that's what I've been doing pretty much. And, you know, doing stuff in yeah. the house. Um, so we got news, Mark. Okay. What do we got? Let's, let's go into this one first. Um, so what do you think the top three entertainment franchises are right now? Uh, according to a survey, uh, the National Research Group that just took a survey in the beginning of 2019, the top three entertainment franchises, if you had to guess, what do you think those are? Star Wars. Okay. Uh, like Entertainment, like television and stuff too, or just? Everything. I'm not going to tell you if you're right. I want to know what your top three, what you think the top three are. Uh, the Kardashians. Okay. Their franchise, I guess. It's entertainment. Anything yeah. entertainment. Um, I know. Uh, I think a third one. Um, oh, uh, football. All right. Well, back in January 2019, the NRG did a global insight, it's a global insight. Oh, global, you didn't say global to begin with. All right, sorry, global. (laughs) I I didn't think it would would change anything, but. Well, go ahead and add soccer in there somewhere as an entertainment franchise. Top three. You want to change? Yeah, throw soccer in there, one of those, just throw soccer. I'll give you four options. Okay, so they conducted a survey uh, 350,000 interviews with with uh, over 700 entertainment franchises mm. that were involved. And the top three globally are The Mandalorian. Number three. The Mandalorian, Avengers, okay. and Stranger Things. Oh. Yep. Gotcha. They're the top entertainment franchises, uh, according to the survey, um, back in January 2019, which is pretty cool. Um, makes I, sense. It does make sense. You know, Stranger Things has, like, every season that's come out, it's very popular, and it's yeah. gone to that popularity, which is very hard to do nowadays because it's like season one of anything comes out, everybody's, like, all about it. Season yeah. two, you know, and then by four or five you don't really hear – it depends if people are even talking about it. Yeah, like because, Walking Dead. Right, because there's so much content coming out constantly. It, yeah. It's either sink or swim, but it's great to hear that Stranger Things is still holding on. But Mandalorian and the Avengers, which makes total sense. Um, the, the Mandalorian has just held on, I think, especially now with merchandise. Holy mackerel. No, man. Now they named the, the- – Speaking of the episode we're going to review. Yeah. I know the kid's got the name. Yeah. Kind of like the kid, though. Um, yeah. 
So another big news, Mark, uh, Darth Vader himself, Dave Prowess, died. Yes, the original Darth Vader. Yes. Uh, he passed away. Uh, uh, how old was he? 80-something? 95, I think. 95. 85, maybe? Um, it's interesting because he had a beef with George Lucas. Well, the thing was, he was cast as Darth Vader, and the thought process was they were going to use his voice to be Darth Vader in the movie. Right. So he literally acted out the whole movie inside the helmet as Darth Vader. And then the, the thought was he was going to go and voice over everything for the actual movie. But out of nowhere, out of George Lucas's dreams... Uh, he was able to land James Earl Jones to be the voice of Darth Vader, which was never thought as an option at the time when they were actually filming the movie. It was kind of like a pipe dream, like, oh, maybe we'll get James Earl Jones to do it kind of thing, you know? And they ended up getting him. So George Lucas just used James Earl Jones's voice and never told David Krause until it's he got to the screening of the movie right right in california and the movie started and it was not his voice well it, it's funny um so i guess he had a, a west country accent yes was muffled by the black helmet yeah and, uh and carrie fisher dubbed him darth farmer yes because of his twang which yeah. Probably is a good thing. It was recast. He did die at 85. Okay. Um, of a short illness at 85. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting. I, I obviously, you know, Prowess, he, he would, he would say things like, you know, people, people talked about him more than any other character and he was the most popular character. Yeah. But it was him in the suit, but it was James Earl Jones's voice. Yeah. That became iconic. That made Darth Vader. Right. Basically. Yeah. So, um, it is sad news that we've lost another uh, Star Wars actor. The crazier thought is that the only two surviving members of that original cast are uh, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill. Yeah. You know, I thought if I had, I had a depressing thought, Mark. When we... Our, when we die, when we get to that ripe old age of 85, yes, everybody involved with the original Star Wars would probably be dead. Yes. That's weird. George Lucas could probably still be kicking. He'll be like 100. I mean, Mathematical-wise, that would probably happen, yes. Yeah. But that's depressing. <laughs> that's well, so weird. The world works, right? I know, works. but it's weird. I don't want to think about that. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have Mark Hamill, you have Harrison Ford, and George Lucas himself. Yeah. Um, so that's an, it's weird. Weird to think about. But yeah, a as we say now, rest in power, Mr. Prowess. Yes. Um, but you don't understand how that works with him. It, it made sense for Chadwick Boseman. Right. I don't think it works for a five-year-old white guy from England. No. He was a big guy. He was. He was a very tall gentleman. Yeah. He was very... He was like... He was huge. The train going by. I'm wondering why my video is shaking. Oh. I didn't see it shake. My monitor is moving, so... Oh. Um, any other news, Mark, before we get into Mandalorian? Not that I can think of. I mean, I know after the episode, uh, it's kind of leaked out that uh, like you'd mentioned I think we talked about it after the show last week um, that it, there's going that there's a Ahsoka Tano show in development but that's a rumor it is but I mean it makes sense kind of branching off of uh, the episode that it kind of seemed like they were like either spinning her off onto her own thing I don't know if it would it if Thrawn is the big bad of the whole thing, then that's like amazing. Yeah, I don't see like ultimately we if they do something like that, that'd be awesome. But I kind of feel like 
Mandalorian has taken, they're giving you a living, breathing mythology and yeah. a world happening around the Mandalorian, you yeah. know? And it, to me, it's a world building. And to me, it was like, yeah, it took us this long just to find out the name of the child. It took us yeah. this long just to discover more information about what's happening in the background. And I feel like that is going to be the big bad, but it might not happen till maybe next year. Yeah. Next season year. three. And I, I think like um, having these characters are living there, like uh, they're revolving around Mandalorian because he's on a one, he's on one mission, but everybody yeah. else has got their own things happening. So oh, excuse me. Um, I, I, I think having these little Easter eggs and snippets and telling us what's going on in this world right now yeah. is really clever. It's not heavy handed. It makes you feel like, you know, you're, you're in on the secret a little bit. You're yeah. like, that's so cool. So this could happen down the line. Um, but I guess we should just jump into the episode, Mark, because I, I don't know anything about her character, right? I, I know what I've known. I know you know. Yeah. Um, I know. It definitely, if you're looking for something now to get into, now would be your time to jump in the Clone Wars. I know. I added it to my playlist. I added it to my Disney Plus playlist. There you go. Um, I didn't. And after that, you got to get into Rebels, which then give you the Thrawn side of things. Right. So Thrawns and Rebels. Thrawns and Rebels, yeah. And so is Ahsoka. She bleeds into Rebels as well. Right. Um, so this episode started off like it was, oh, God. It started it, off awesome. And this yeah. kept going even more awesome. Her showing up in that, uh, on that planet, fighting off those, uh, th that little small little army they had. Yes. Taking the tree, slicing the tree. And the, the guy in half. Her lightsaber, and then shooting yeah. that piece of tree into the person, and the tree just yeah. was badass. That was yeah. a pretty badass shot. Yeah, yeah. It okay when when she approaches the uh, the the main door to this base. Very Luke felt, Skywalker approaching Jabba the Hutt's palace, kind of. I you know what feel. I made me think of? It made me think of Game of Thrones, the last season. When they were always oh, yeah, the, yeah. up there, yeah, and I was like, it, it re reminiscent of that for me anyway. But yeah, it I mean, probably is because Floney's a huge Game of Thrones fan, so probably was like a little nudge, nudge. Remember, He's very big into doing that in his episodes, like throwing in little, like his like little pop culture, like drops, kind of. The campfire scene was very Luke and Obi Wan. Yeah, um, you us learning about all that stuff. Um, her be, being able to talk, well, feel his feelings. Yes. Um, horse talk. Horse talk. Now, now it's not Baby Yoda. Now, what what's the name? It's um, Grogu. Grogu. Grogu is his name. It doesn't come. It doesn't fall off the tongue like the kid or the child. Yeah, child. Um, I did read they knew the child's name back in season one. Um, well, yeah, I assume they knew that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was well planned out, and, and they yeah. knew they were going to go in this direction. Um, but it was great. We The Mandalorian got to learn information along with us, because we're kind of like the, audi the audience is Mandalorian. We're learning yeah. about it all, just like... As he's learning about it, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um but I, you know, another great scene is with her and the woman. I, I need to know magistrate. Names. Yeah, the magistrate. It was very uh, samurai esque. Yes, very, very much so. And I believe I read somewhere. I could be wrong about this. You can look it up for me as I'm talking about it. Um, that the woman who plays the magistrate is somehow connected to uh, Bruce Lee. I don't know if they're related in some way or something like that, but I heard that there was some kind of connection there. Well, that yeah. she was somehow connected to Bruce Lee in some certain way. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. but 
Um, that was a I great like fast reading that on Facebook or something like a fast article that popped up or something. It was a fat, a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, little known fact. Okay. On IMDb, this was one of the highest rated of the season. 9.6. Not surprising. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was her, um, I'm, I'm looking it up. This is riveting, but I'm looking it up. Um, Morgan Elsbeth. Diane, Diana Lee. Well, there you go. She's oh. probably Bruce Lee's granddaughter or something. No, she is the daughter of the martial arts legend Dan and his wife Sue Anasanato. She's also known as the granddaughter of global icon Bruce Lee. She's the there you go. she is the goddaughter of Bruce Lee. Hence Diana Lee. That's pretty cool. Uh, she's a yeah. artist, stunt woman, and a children's book author. There you go. She's a writer, director, and actress. She's very well-rounded. That is yeah. so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, which makes sense because it was very, like, the, that whole scene with Ahsoka and her on, like, the bridge and yeah. the Asian, like, pond kind of thing. It's very, like, Bruce Lee kind of movie-esque. So I kind of, like, kung fu movie yeah, Enter the Dragon. I mean, you know, yeah. if you want to go back, Kill if Kill Bill, you know, they honored all Yes, yeah, yep, that battle, yeah. Yeah, so it was very well done. It was so cool, and I loved her guard, and he's got the he's got the gun, and he's like, your side, my side, and then he hears the... Who um, was the guy from Terminator? Michael Bean. Oh, is that... John Connor. That was John Connor? John Connor from Terminator. Really? Yes. I had no idea. I yeah. Know. He's not the original John Connor, though. Yes. No, the original John... Oh, you're talking about from the first movie? Yes. Michael B... Oh, you're right. Lang. Oh, my God. You're yeah, right. no, that's what this movie... This episode did so many things. Wow, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's John Connor. I, I had no clue. Yeah, uh, I, I like at first when I first saw him, I like like that guy looked familiar. And then when he talked, I was like, "That's the guy from Terminator." Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I, when he hears the staff hit the ground and he goes, "I think yeah. your side won," and he goes to put the gun down. He's watching. Yeah. Go in his gun, and he goes to like grab him yeah. real quick. We have that like gunslinger moment, which was really. It was cool. very cool. It was like two. It was like a western and a samurai like episode like mixed together this is yeah that's this uh what they used to do is very uh yeah ronin like um yeah oh god what was i gonna say oh and the guy who played the 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 old man that was like that took over after the, the everything happened right he's been in stuff too and i remember him from stuff but i don't remember where from Yeah, I don't know. The Asian guy, the old guy. Oh, with the kids. And yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yep. I don't know where. He looked familiar, but he looks. At first, I was like, is that the guy from Rogue One? But, no, he died. And that happened before all this happened. So. Right. No, I know. The actor reminded me of him. I know. I know. I know. I'm not seeing him. Um, no, there's so much like there's so much in this episode. Like we saw, like Ahsoka told us the story of Grogu. We learned that this whole Empire thing, all the Empire is basically the Seventh Fleet of Thrawn, right? Which like makes sense because it's on the outer worlds. This is all happening, right? Which is the edge of the galaxy, which is what uh, Thrawn was doing before this all happened. Yoda so. mentioned. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, yeah. What about Yaddle? Where's Yaddle in this whole thing? Yaddle! 
But then there's a thing at Facebook. I'm like, well, the, the Ahsoka wouldn't know about Yaddle because she'd already left. It was before her time because that was prequels. Right. Yaddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she would have met Yaddle because she wasn't, or Yaddle wasn't in the, so. Yeah. Right, right. Um, it's interesting where they're going to go. Will now. My thing is, what's the, who's the Jedi that's going to come to train him? I don't think any Jedi will. I think Mando. If this is going in this way, and I'm just saying, because what this episode's been leading towards. Right. This is turning into like a live action version of a sequel to Rebels. I feels like that to me, even though I so like, all these characters. In Rebels, Ezra Bridger is the younger Jedi who is trained by the, I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, Kanan was his uh, Jedi master. Yeah. At the end of Rebels, Ezra gets on a ship with Thrawn. They're fighting. And there's these space whales that can travel in hyperspace. Yeah. And they take Thrawn's ship deep into uh, the far reaches of the galaxy. So Thrawn's coming back after, because this is before Rogue One, this all happened. Yeah. In the timeline. So Thrawn's been off in the far reaches of the galaxy during the whole galactic uh, civil war between the rebels and the Empire. So Thrawn's now coming back. I'm wondering if when they get to Tython, the Jedi uh, temple planet, could Ezra be the Jedi that appears? Well, the to way find him to train him. Like you're saying, the way There's a lot of rebels connections. Yeah. Sven Ren, who is another rebels character, is going to show up this season. You had Bo-Katan from last episode, who was in Rebels. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rebels connections. Loney's just like, I mean, expanding the world and connecting yeah. it all. Um, a part of me feels like a Jedi might show up, but a part of me feels like Bando's so attached to him, and now that he knows that the kid is attached to him, I feel like they're bonded. I don't think you'd want well, to. are, but I think it's a good way to give the Mando group like a Jedi connection. Right, right. Then this way that Jedi would be in his, like, flying in the with him around the adventures and giving them like that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I like, yeah. What are they going to do? I think at the end of the season, he might show up to this place, you know, cause we got a few more, we got like what, four more episodes left. Yeah. I feel like it's going to end or get, or the second to last episode or last episode will be him showing up at this place at the temple. Well, I think he's going to go to the temple next episode. They'll do the thing. You think? That, that quickly? <clears throat> well, no, because I think it's like Ahsoka said, a Jedi will show up that will search for him to find him, to train him. Right. And I think it's going to be like, that'll happen. He'll do the thing. They'll leave that planet. Yeah. And I think the last episode will be that Jedi will show up to train him. But that'd be like four episodes of them doing what? Well, because you still have the Moff Gideon has his ship tracked. Oh, yeah, that's that true. That whole storyline's going to continue. I think if he's being tracked, Moff Gideon, actually, they will give them literally the directions to this temple. And maybe it's something that's supposed to be hidden. But now that his, yeah. his ship is tracked, they get there. We're gonna have another standoff between him and Moff Gideon at the end of the season. Yeah, I forgot. I think that's that. when Jedi will appear. Ooh, yeah. I, I forgot all about. I feel like we're gonna have a big rumble at the end. Because Moff Gideon has the the dark saber, so you have a Jedi versus Gideon with the dark saber and a lightsaber. But Mando's got the staff now. Made out of the Victorian. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's going to be. I think it's. I think we're leading towards this lightsaber battle of some sort. 
Right. But I'm just saying that for Mando is powerful to stop a lightsaber, which we just saw. Yeah. yeah. We saw it's very powerful to stop a lightsaber. Yeah. So for him, to me, that's probably the best weapon. Mm. If he's going to get into battle with Moff Gideon. Yeah, that- he doesn't know that though. No, he doesn't. But could, yeah. could that potentially save him from the dark saber? Yeah. So they're setting yeah. this up really well. I forgot about the thing is in Rebels, Sabine Wren at the end of Rebels, she has the dark saber. Really? At the end of Rebel. Yeah. So that's where Sabine Wren, I think, is going to come into it. Is she's going to be the one to help Mando retrieve the dark saber? And those troopers are going to appear somewhere in the season. Yeah. The dark troopers. Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. So, um, but man, yeah. Yeah, no. As soon as they, there's so many like little tidbits of things like I kept watching me like, oh my gosh, that's that means that that means that. Like when the assassin droids came out, at the very oh, beginning of the episode. Yep. Uh, the a the AK forty eights I think they're called. Uh, the AK forty seven was designed and built by Thrawn. So that was a direct connection to Thrawn already. So that's how I was like, ooh, what does this mean? What are these droids doing there? So. So, so Mark, I, I think you're kind of right because I didn't realize we only have three episodes left. Um, yeah, it's a short season because of COVID. They stopped. Well, it's eight episodes. Yeah. And I think season, That was episode five, wasn't it? That's yeah. That? Uh, season yeah. one was eight episodes so same um it's gonna end we have one december 4th the 11th yeah it's like the week before christmas right right same 11th 18th yeah so i think either we're gonna get i feel like we're gonna get one maybe one more episode where possibly it's a one-off yeah. Have a, a an episode two or all three. He like you say he gets there. Uh, there's a whole thing. You know, it's kind of slow pace. Everything's going into motion, but yeah. then the tracking happens, and then Moff Gideon shows up, and then shit hits the fan, and you have two yeah. episodes to really round that out. I don't know, man. I'm excited. Yeah. It flew by. The season flew by. I don't know. Oh, that's a sign of a good show is when it flies by. Holy mackerel. Um. Well, this year's flying by, so maybe, but yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, a part of me just wants to rewatch all season two before the final episode. I was thinking the same thing. I was really just about to say the same thing, but it's like, yeah, it's definitely one of those. And the episodes have been like, you have to watch them first once through, and then like, I want to go back and rewatch them again. Right. Not paying attention to the storyline, kind of, and being like looking around and catching the small little Easter egg things and. You know, doing what you do when you play video games. Play the oh. story and then go back and do all the stupid stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I will turn on clo- uh, clo- the Clone Wars um, and uh, check it's it out. Worth it. Well, it's I have Disney Plus, so I might as well. Because yeah. WandaVision starts in January. Yes, yeah. So I'll have some time to kill between... Mando WandaVision and I, I'm not going to cancel Disney Plus for like a couple weeks so I, I'll, ha- I'll, I'll I'll catch yeah. up on that. So. I definitely enjoyed Clone Wars but I was way more into Rebels. Like Rebels was more because it happens right before Rogue One so it's more of that storyline. Right, right. Which I was more into than like I could care less about Clone Wars because the movies were not that great so it didn't help. Yeah. keep your interest as much but it's still there's still stuff in there that's worth watching right now clone wars just ended this you know like 30 minutes huh mark you're frozen okay frozen. you're back you're back okay um did clone wars end last year uh it did but they just did like one more like a last season kind of thing yeah to wrap it up and they connected to the movie, right? Yeah, it goes right. It goes right to the third movie. Third movie, okay. Yeah, and then Rebels, it takes place between episode two and episode three, which I think is the best stuff. 
honestly, is the yeah. stuff, which they could have done more with. Obviously, yeah. the and then Rebels is episode three to episode four. Or Rogue One. Yeah. Cool. I'll 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 check it out. I'll put it on. Um, you know, while I'm, maybe I'll put it on in the background while I'm working or whatever. Mm. Um, I did. Uh, speaking of another show that came back, uh, Anim- Animaniacs came back, and I put. I know. Waiting for you to say something about it. I'm surprised you took this long. Uh, I watched the first couple episodes. Really funny. Really fun. They poke fun of themselves about rebooting a lot. Yeah. They do a whole song about reboots, which is really yeah. great. Um. And Pinky the Brain is back. I mean, remember yes. meeting those guys? Yes. And, oh, my God. It's just oh, – I'm so happy that it's back. And I mean, yeah. man, I love it. I love it. it and it's it, it was recorded and put together like two years ago. So, like, mm. in the first episode, they're like, we don't even know what's going on. So, they're just yeah. making shit up. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of bummed for you, though. I'm surprised they didn't attach a Freakazoid connection to it somewhere. I haven't seen anything Freakazoid-related yet. I haven't watched them all. Yeah. Um, I w- would love if they did a Freakazoid. That was the other side thing, wasn't it? Inside the Animaniacs was Freakazoid? Freakazoid. I loved Freakazoid. Um, I know you did. Yeah, man. That cartoon was the best. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything yet, but Maybe. Um, I know they have Freakazoid season two on DVD <laughs> at Target, and I'm like, I need season one, but I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna buy season two. Watch it. Uh, I haven't bought it yet. Oh I, man, I'll look for a sale, but I I will get it eventually. Um, I got enough things to watch right now. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Mandalorian. I mean, so we got a couple. So. Honestly, we have three weeks of podcasting, right? Before we yeah. end this up. So that last week will be our last podcast for the year. And we'll probably have to pre-record maybe something special for the week of if we want to go out or we just, you know. So well, we'd have to do like one. I'm thinking we'll have to do an episode on the 21st to wrap up Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, and then we can record a show right after that for like end of the year stuff. I like that. And that can go out the following Monday. Yeah, that 28th or whatever it is. Yeah. Let's do it. We could do it. I am on vacation that week. I'm assuming you are as well. Yeah, I am too. We We could just do a live version this year. It's like we have to meet up anywhere to do it. Oh, that's true. We could just record on. Are you busy? I mean, I'll just be. I'm gonna. I'm just be sitting here doing nothing while Claire's at work. So, okay, yeah, we can do our best of our favorite things that happen. I'll be binging like crazy that week because I have nothing else to do. So yeah, we uh, we could do our 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 favorite things of 2020. Uh, like we could do. Won't be many. <laughs> we'll get well, I know, won't be many, but we can make it work. I think both will make up something. Our favorite, our yeah. favorite things out of 2020. Out of the first three months of the year, what were your favorite things? <laughs> um, <laughs> out of the first, from January to March, what were your favorite things that happened? And then the rest of it just... What have been your favorite things that happened since then? Nothing, because okay. nothing's happened since then. Totally. Um, all right, I, I like that idea. We could do that, because I'll be home doing nothing. Um, wow. Well, Mark, that's been a show. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian, keep watching with us week to week. Um, if you have a comment or question or anything, oh, here's a question before we get done with the show, though. What? what were your thoughts on Rose Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka? Oh, I, I thought she. You don't have any previous knowledge. You're you're going into this totally blind. Okay, I think character. this show works on many levels for people like you. You're you're loving people like me who don't know anything. I don't feel left out. Mm. They've done a fantastic job of keeping the people who, are, who, who didn't watch the cartoons. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like, oh, my God, I'm missing something here. I, I, I felt like, oh, my God, I should watch those now. Yeah. But I, 
at this moment, I didn't feel like, oh no, I don't know who this. I I felt like I, I learned who she was right away. Yeah, I knew what was going on. Uh, I thought she was fantastic. Um, it felt that first ten minutes felt like like I, I felt like I was watching a live action Clone Wars or Rebels because it for the way it basically it, was. It, it just felt that way to me. It didn't yeah. feel Mandalorian. Um, and I don't know. Personally, Are you I still think, texting me. Whatever. I'm not texting you. I was going to text from you at 12.08. What's say? My name? <laughs> I, it wasn't me. Uh, hold on, hold on, Mark. I sent that to you at 10.50. And you just got it now. I got a second version of it. I got a first one at 10.50. I just got another one just now. Oh, I sent you one at... It says Mark at 10.42 and then Mark at 10.50. So you just got the second Mark now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Technology. Could be Technology. the crappy weather outside, I guess. I don't know. Um, no, what I was going to say, uh, I think it's done a lovely job of people like me introducing characters um, and making me interested in watching the other stuff now. So yeah. I thought she was great. What did you think? I mean, you're the one who's lived with this character longer than I have. What do you think? I was excited because it's Rosario Dawson and I love her and I think she's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was amazed how much she adjusted her voice to sound like the original from the cartoon. Yeah. She looks just like her anyways without the makeup and everything anyways. So it wasn't hard to slide her into that character. Yeah. Um, I know there was a big fossil online about the her uh, her headdress stuff, which is her hair basically. Yeah. Um, where it's like tentacles that come out of her head. Yeah. Uh, in as you'll see in Clone Wars through the Rebels, as in her her uh, species, as they get older, those tentacles grow. But I could see in practical effects doing it in a live action scenario you can't have them like in rebels they were almost down to her like midriff area yep i could see in rebels you can't like in the mandalorian you can't do that because of stunt people and just being able to have that on your head for long periods of time right right so they shrunk them down to make it more manageable but i know a lot of people online have like are up in arms about that like oh they've ruin the character and it's not the way the character is oh supposed my to be. Get over you know, it. Star Wars fans can get some of them. Yeah. Um, but I think she was great. I think it was great interpretation of the character and keeping with her storyline from Clone Wars to Rebels and how she <coughs> was like kind of now just on her own and now she's not really a Jedi but she was a Jedi. Right. Um I, yeah, I think she was fantastic. I think it was a great episode. The, the story was fantastic. And I think connecting her to Thrawn and keeping that Rebel storyline going with her mm-hmm. is great. And if it does lead off into a spinoff show, I'll be watching. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like it, this is part of the universe that we're going to see come out in probably season three. Yeah. I think Theron will show up in season three somehow. Or, or maybe I would be surprised if he shows up at the very end of the season somehow. I, I think you're right. I think he's going to be – it's a nice slow burn. There's no reason to rush it, you know? they want. Like, the, I wouldn't be surprised if this – not this next episode, but the one right before the end of the season, Mando – or that somehow the, the Moff Gideon is defeated. Yep. And – or at the very beginning of the last episode that happens where Moff Gideon is defeated. And then the second half of that last episode is Thrawn appearing in the last like 10 minutes of the episode. You know, it would, here, he, I have two thoughts. It would be interesting if we see the typical tropey Star Wars scene where Moth Gideon's bended on one knee and there's a um, hologramming hologram of Thrawn talking yeah. to him, basically like you can't, you're not delivering. But we've seen that a million times in Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like that could happen. That could this be- this this show seems to be more 
I don't want to say like a la Avengers kind of, but like in the way of like the small beds leading to the big bed kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't know if there'll be somebody above Moff Gideon before Thrawn. I feel like, I think like the guy that's like the, the like you had the um in the first season it was the client. Yeah. It was a guy that was connected to Moff Gideon that ended that season. So if there's gonna be someone that Moff Gideon's to be connected to that is the next person, or if Thrawn's gonna be the next person. Yeah. I feel like so, Thrawn was mentioned, so he might be that person. Yeah. But who knows? But we, we could see that scene or we could see something similar to that scene where Thrawn is just like taking care of business, you know. Um, or he could just show up with a glove at the end and put the glove on and he's just like, I got to do it myself. And then he puts yeah. the, uh, the big glove, the Infinity Scotland on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like ways – that it could that it could have happened, but yeah, yeah. And we just also see who they pick to play Thrawn, because his character is very big in the universe. It, it'd be there's even a the mention of like a random like deep cut reference to uh, Darth Raven or Revan from uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which is a deep deep cut. Really, from that video game. Yeah. So that opens up the, the. I know they're planning on opening up the uh, old Republic world with books, and I know that was a big thing that they talked about recently. Was wanting to bring that back into canon. Yeah, because there's a new Star Wars canon now after the crappy three movies we just sat through. Um. But yeah, so it's like interesting to see how that all connects and everything. Well, it's not the, it's the same canon. I mean, it's all the same. Well, no, actually, the, the Knights of Republic canon was now called the Legends. It's not that was like Dark actual Horse. canon. That was Dark Horse. Um, yes. So they could retell it. Um, yeah. But the old that was that took out that took years and years way before anything happened. So that was like, yeah. No, yeah, no. So no, that's what anything. Um, Disney's trying to like reclaim that storylines so they can use it on their own as opposed to the Dark Horse storylines. So yeah, I mean they could, you know, I I, I don't know personally. I think Star Wars is TV is where it's at. You know. Yeah, no, I'm not saying movie wise. I'm saying it's just I, there's a there's a mention in the last episode of Mandalorian about it. So that's why I don't, that's like a whole nother connection there. But it's just kind of crazy to see how they're weaving through and connecting everything together. It's their Tony right. is a genius in my opinion. He's like he is like the next George Lucas. Like he's like the perfect guy to get handed the reins from George Lucas to do this. Totally. I do agree. I do agree. So, um so we'll see where it all goes. Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Next um, week. First episode of December. I know. I can't believe we're in December already. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's December. I know. We've been doing this show like this since March. Yeah. I, 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 it's weird. Yeah. It's nice. I miss your, your face, Brian. I miss touching your face. Uh, I miss sitting in your lap, Mark. <laughs> it's amazing I mean, the people you miss actually like seeing and talking to. Like this is like I was talking to. I think it was like a, the person that was a guest on like, the last senior living show. No, it runs the senior center in Enfield. Yeah. Was the guest on the last show we just recorded. And she was talking with like how like a lot of the seniors are coming in and like they're doing social distancing at the senior center and everything, but they're all like, a lot of them are like, haven't been able to see their families and haven't been able to like actually talk to people in person. And they're like thrilled that the senior center is open and they're able to do it. And I was like, think about it. I'm like, I'm in a different state now. So it's like, I haven't seen any of you guys since March. Yeah, you're right. Basically. Yep. I mean, we recorded. So it's our... like, I know you guys at the very beginning of this did John's birthday party, which I couldn't go to because of this whole thing. So it's like, yeah. I haven't seen anybody since. Yeah. That's recorded show. 
Um, that was like the last time I saw anybody. I, I mean, I was yeah. my friend Mike, our friend Mike in person, but that was the last time I saw everybody together. It was at the Axe house. Yeah. And that was like early, that was like in July, early July. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know, right? Like, honestly, I like doing the show this way. So even if life got back to normal, we could yeah. still do yeah. But I do miss being in the studio. Yeah. Holding hands while we record the show. Yeah. Yeah. Caressing each other's cheeks as, yeah, as, exactly. as we yeah. laugh. Um, I guess, actually, I think I said, I no, I, I was talking with Claire about it. I said, I think the first time I see the guys, I'm going to have to hug them. I never hugged, we never weren't huggers, like as guys, but I think it's like, I just like, I need to like connect with everybody again. I need to like, I, it's weird. I know, it is weird. It's getting weird, is what it's getting. Like it was, it's everything's weird as it is. Yeah. But it's like now, it's like, I don't know if it's the holidays that are making it, but it's like, I like, like we would usually do our meetup at Denny's after Star Wars, exchange gifts kind of thing. Hustle's birthday at whatever random restaurant we do his birthday at. I mean, I'm not going to a restaurant. Yeah, I don't think Hustle. We're doing. I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like that's our usual stuff that we. Would I do know. You're not... it's like. It's strange. I know. Like I don't know. Like I know. If John usually is like, "Oh, let's do something," but I don't know if I feel with, with numbers going up. I don't want to eat no, a restaurant yeah. at all. Um, no. We should set up a, a Zoom thing for Hutzel's birthday. Yeah. He, oh, Hutzel. I'm, I'm going to say oh. this. Hutzel, he is going to school. Well, he's Hutzel? doing on, online, and he got a part-time job. Good for him. You want to tell you what it is? If you want. He is a, a backroom sorter at the Goodwill. Oh, hey. Which I was always always thinking he should have got a job at the Goodwill because yeah. they hire people who have a hard time getting jobs. Yeah. Um, Whether it be it their own ways or their own just don't, don't want to, yeah, or difficult yeah. situations. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I always thought Hustle would, be, like, they would be good to him. Yeah. Because he has, he you know, he has some problems. Not like... I'm not being discouraging when I say no, that. No, yeah, he has his foot issues and stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. He has some yeah. handicap issues that I think that would have been a good job for him. Yeah. And he he was telling me people like to donate underwear. And he goes, we have to throw away all this underwear. I'm like, why are people donating underwear? So well, don't, donate underwear. On the female side of things, I know it's like, but they can't take any underwear. They outsize themselves? Yes. Their underwear strengthens. But you do not donate. I know. But underwear. You know, girls don't think that because they they're not as dirty as men are. They don't have as many issues in the underwear department. Listen, I know. But PSA <laughs> for today, do not donate underwear. To I don't think everyone would think to donate unless it was like clean in the package, like brand new. Right. Never been used before. But he was saying he has to throw. They have to get rid of so much underwear. Yeah. But he's he's running some some cool stuff. He said, and yeah. he rather likes it. And I, I that's awesome. I mean, for you, it's great because you have like a connection now there. You can like if you see something cool, tell me. I'll go over and grab it. I know. I well, I, I I love going to the Goodwill when like things were safe. I would go to the Goodwill. Yeah. Between there and Allied's Attic in town, you got like two good places there. Then yeah, swipe up some old stuff. Yeah, goodwill. I mean, a lot of cool stuff. So, yeah, good for Hutzel. I'm happy he's got a part time job. Uh, yeah, he's going to school. So, uh, I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, yeah, maybe we could just do a Zoom thing and say happy yeah. birthday to him. Or Which something. nicely leads into the thing I was going to say from now. Like, I want to start saying on the end of each episode for this month. Um, donate to these places. Donate to your goodwills. Your I know in Enfield there's Allied's Attic, and I know there's other places that have those kind of things. The food bank. Uh, food shelves, soup kitchens, anywhere that is a nonprofit in your area, donate if you can. Volunteer if you can. Right. A lot of these places would usually have volunteers that are of an older 
uh, age that can't volunteer now because of COVID. So if you're younger, like our age or younger than the us, and you don't have the pre pre-existing conditions kind of things, uh, please go out and volunteer, donate, give your time, help the less fortunate. There's a lot of people out there who need the services of these places. And yeah, just get out there and help out. Yeah. I know it's a weird time. And I know a lot of people don't want to leave their houses because of what's going on. But if you're healthy enough and you're able to help out, help the other, help everyone in the communities. But if you can't volunteer, donate. And yes, exactly. Yeah. If you don't, you feel safe enough to volunteer, donate. But donate. if you feel like you can help, help. Yeah. This year, um, my extended family, we've, uh, we've decided instead of buying each other a bunch of stuff that would just sit around the house, why don't we set, put that money towards a local charity this year? Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. And I, I personally, I hope we continue it into the fall, the next year, the year after. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, because I, at 41 years old, I don't need any more stuff. I don't have kids. Yeah. You know, I, I think, Giving to local charity is the best thing to do. Best way to go. Especially this yeah. year, like you said, Mark. But, all right. We will see everybody in a week from now. Have a good one. Say, say good night, cat. Good night, cat. My cat's already said good night. He's out. He's out cold. He's been asleep for half the, half the show. Yeah, he's just like, this shit. It's like dress products. <laughs> Bye, everybody. upon us it's that time of year brandy and eggnog there's plenty of cheer there's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung there's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung there's bells and there's holly the kids are gung-ho true love finds a kiss beneath fresh mistletoe some families are messed up while others are if you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. My sisters are whack jobs, I wish I had none. Their husbands are losers, and so are their sons. My nephew's a horrible, wise little twit. He once gave me a nice gift wrap box for it. Snowballs. I'd like to take them out back and deck them more than the halls. With family like this, I 